0: Yeah. All right, so I figure we'll do. Your Jay, back. I heard the birds already. I know, dude. You got to fucking snap up. <laughs> right.
1: you... Yeah, it's your birds. It's your birds. There's no birds around me. <laughs> uh, all right, Jay, well, your house is like 50 stories. Just go to a different fucking room.
2: <laughs> but I just had all this fucking. Okay, give me two minutes.
1: Oh my God, Jay. Okay, there's only really one room with birds.
0: <laughs> he's got to sit in the bird room.
1: He's sitting in the bird room. He has three, three yards, like 20 rooms,
0: and he's sitting in the bird room. Oh, Jesus. How, how does it take two minutes to get to another room in your house? That's how big his house is,
1: and he's, he chose to sit in the bird room. <laughs>
0: hello everybody welcome to my nightmare <laughs> i'm owen and i've been watching a lot of videos on how to tie a noose <laughs> where we're at today um we're not gonna do the recap because we're busy people and because i'm pretending last week didn't happen um so for the preview i'm here with garrett jay and jay's collection of fucking jungle beat um, <laughs> we're gonna start with neil versus james here um uh, you know, I think you look at the projection. It looks like Neal's, you know, got a pretty solid bet at this. He's just got a really solid team. Really, Joe Mixon is his biggest question mark here, and that's a pretty solid player to have. Your question mark? Um, I mean, James showed last week he has some big hitters and can really put up some big weeks. But I think if he doesn't get those big weeks out of Camara and Wilson, again, uh, might be tough for him. Um, you know, James. I think his biggest question mark this week is Emmanuel Sanders is injured by himself, and then uh, Jalen Ramsey may not play because his wife's about to have a baby. So that could really be the big swing for his team if uh, Sanders can have one of those big weeks he had early on. Um, but just at first glance, it kind of looks like Neal is uh, is the favorite for this one. What do you think, Garrett?
1: Uh, first off, I'm curious. What do you What do you guys think is the over under for Wayne Gallman's points this week against the Redskins?
0: I think 11.2 is a pretty decent, you know, line for him. That's what it has his projection as right now. I mean, I feel like he's going to get at least three catches. He didn't get targeted. I think he ran like 26 routes last week and only ran, like got one target, which, you know, could really be the big difference. But outside of a touchdown, I think 10, 11 points is a decent line. That makes sense. Jay?
2: Yeah, I'd say, I mean, 10 or 11 is accurate. I don't see him getting a lot of catches either. I don't think it was – I mean, maybe it was kind of game script. They were down by 18, had to pass downfield, but didn't. Just, mm-hmm. it just didn't look like Daniel Jones was a check down guy like Eli is. So I'm not sure how much usage he's going to get, catching wise.
1: Yeah. I'd say it's actually probably closer to eight or nine. I think the Giants are going to let Daniel Jones loose. And like I said, he's not going to find Goldman as much, but not a huge difference. And their defense sucks,
2: uh, so they'll I'm sure be behind again.
1: But yeah, I agree. I think Neal's got some really solid matchups. Uh, Lindsay, no matter who – I mean, Jacksonville's a tough defense, but he's definitely going get that volume. He's just got a lot of volume, guys, like Fournette, Mixon, Lindsay, Ingham's going to get targets, and Hopkins is, like, the king of volume. So Yeah. Fournette's yeah. looked
0: pretty shitty as a runner, but he's getting, like, six to eight targets a game, which is really unusual for him. So, as long as he gets that, I think, like you said, he's just a safe volume play. Yep. Uh, I still don't really get James's – play with the Kansas City D, just sticking with them. I mean, there's better options out there. I mean, outside of when they played Oakland, they haven't scored more than six points. So, I think if he really wants a good chance of winning this one, he's got to go for a higher, you know, touchdown upside defense there. Let's ask our resident defense expert, Jay. New England!
1: (laughs) Baltimore. Baltimore.
2: (laughs) India at home, they should have the upside here defense-wise. Kansas City's defense is really good, but Detroit at home, We'll sling it. It's not you like said Kansas
1: game. City's defense is really good?
2: It's a lot better than last year. It's dude, not Kansas a City, good start, Kansas City's giving up defense, like defense, but it's like they get sacks, they get some dude, they're picks.
0: Giving... Jay, they're giving up like 6.3 yards a carry to the running backs. and they're, they're passing. How many
2: points out. does that matter in fucking fantasy? It's just that uh... like, with all defense,
0: there's no pressure on the quarterbacks. They can just run and run it and throw it. I mean, if you've not
2: watched... <laughs>
1: I they mean, gave up twenty six to Gardner Minshew.
2: Sacked Lamar at least three times. I mean, sure shit. I, mean, I guess they're, I mean they're not gonna do you nearly know, as well as Indy, I'm saying but.
0: Well, they sacked Lamar three times and they ended up with three points total. I mean, it's just not <laughs> a, a good option when there's other guys on the wire. Like. Right?
2: Um, yeah, I'm not paying attention to the wire. I'm just I'm only looking at the matchups. But yeah. All right. It's not but the worst
1: option. I'll say that. It's not, it's not the, the worst, worst option, but
2: I think there's better options. You know, it's not
0: like this is a week where he's just going to blow his opponent out of the water. Like he definitely needs to think about it. All right, we'll move mm-hmm. on. Though next we got Manny, the man who defies logic every week, and David. I mean Manny's team again. You got Jamal <laughs> Williams and Daryl Williams. I mean Daryl Williams might have a decent week just with the situation there, but it's really just so dependent on the chiefs to do well. And then, uh, you know, his receivers who have kind of had their ceilings capped, but again, every week he seems to, to pull out a decent score, but, uh, on the other side, you know, David's team I mean, with his, uh, all-star crew receivers there, you know, uh, really nothing to talk about. They're all going to score 25 according to him. So, um, you know, we really don't need to analyze that, but, uh, You know, his team, I think James Conner, has really been one of his biggest letdowns here, but he's going to hopefully bounce back game there against Cincinnati. Um, Carlos Hyde kind of came back to earth last week. So, I mean, David's team is looking a little shakier this week, especially with that Godwin injury. So, I mean, I could definitely see Manny pulling out another win here. um, But David definitely has the better names on his team. What do you think, Jay?
2: Yeah, it's just Mahomes and Kelsey, really, because Jamal and – Aaron Jones should get eaten up by Philly's D Uh, carry on might be able to carry him, but it's just, I don't know. He's got tough matchups. It looks like, well, David should have a bounce back week. He had a really tough week last week and he's got a lot better matchups this week. Hopefully his flex will work out. He's relying on a touchdown there. Um, And Godwin injuries question mark, but uh, he should be able to play and bounce back. Uh, Evans is going to be the focal point now for Rams defense. So, Winston will have another one, one of his games, so he'll just be checking down if he plays.
0: Garrett, what do you have to say?
1: I actually think my dad's like the carry-on matchup, like you said, Kansas City's a lot over six yards of carry. I think Johnson's a pretty solid game. Scantling, uh, to your point, Philly's run defense is a lot better in their pass defense. Scantling's actually been pretty solid these past couple weeks. Question to Jay, though, your boy Brandon Cooks last year, who was wide receiver two or almost wide receiver one, what's been going on with him and like the target share with the Rams?
2: Well, Cooper Cup back. Uh, I mean, it's interesting because yeah. Cooks had to play in the slot most of the last year after Cup went down. That actually kind of hurt him, but it's just not the same Rams offense without Gurley pushing the ball downfield every time. They've had a lot more three and outs and they've had to punt the ball a lot more, so they're just not getting enough passes really for 10-12 targets each each week. He did have like 10 targets I think last week. Um, but it's just not something that's going to repeat when they have all those guys uh, that can really spread it out. You know, and uh, Tampa Bay really got eaten alive by Daniel Jones last week. But their defense is a lot better than last year. Um, first two weeks at least. But yeah, like you said, Scantling should go off. Philly's defense is like the worst. Like their secondary is the slowest in the league. But then, yeah, Thielen's got Chicago. So I'm not sure if Carry On can really help him. I mean, Mahomes, Carry On, Kelsey, that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think this will probably be one of the closer matchups of the week unless the Chiefs just fall off the rails somehow. Um, I'm pretty, Yeah, I think
1: they'll have a pretty solid connection this week.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't see why they they wouldn't. Um, All right, we can move on to the next one. We got Jake versus George. Um, You know, Jake, uh, it's interesting to see Cooper, you know, suddenly having to get an MRI and being day-to-day, so that must have been a practice injury. That's a really big uh, question mark for his team. He's one of Jake's top consistent performers, if not the most consistent. Um, And Sonny Michelle is really something Jake's got to worry about, especially against Buffalo, you know, his – Touches. I mean, he's had the first two weeks have a pretty good amount of carries, but his yard per carry has been awful. Um, you know, if he doesn't get a touchdown, he's pretty much useless so far. Um, so, you know, I guess I'll just start right there. What do you think is going on with him?
1: Just classic Belichick running back. I mean, the, the rotation is just like, you know, even without James White last week, they featured Burkhead. They haven't even got their rookie Damien Harrison, mm-hmm. but from a player perspective, yeah, Michelle's looked a little bit slower. I think there's like three pa- Patriots offensive linemen on injury reserve right now too, so that's probably something to do with it.
0: Right. Um, yeah. So that'll be interesting to see against really tough defense there. I mean, like I said, probably pretty touchdown kind of this week. I think Derrick Henry could have a big game. I mean, Atlanta is just awful against the running back, especially if the uh, against you know passing back. So if they can get him some work in the passing game, he'll probably have a lot of. Room to run on screens and shit like that. But uh yeah, I mean Jake's team like he's been struggling with all years is really dependent on his secondary and tertiary receivers there. But I mean agalor and hartman are definitely decent options or could be a lot worse. Um and on George's side, um you know, he's just got some tougher matchups like John Brown and against New England he's gonna have Stefan Gilmore on him, uh Allen Robinson in Minnesota. Um I mean even Sterling Shepherd's gonna have Josh Norman, but Josh Norman hasn't been doing very much this year or last year, honestly. Um, I think George's bright spot is the running backs. I mean obviously McCaffrey, but I think Josh Jacobs is gonna have a big week. Um, I'll talk about him more later. Um, it's just really the question mark of OJ Howard right now. He's just kind of been a disappearing act this year. Um I mean, last week he had a decent game, but I think that could be, you know, the hole in his team where Jake has Darren Waller. Um and I think that's where Jake can cover a lot of distance this week. Um what do you think, Jay?
2: Yeah, just it's tough because you got Howard putting up some like occasional goose eggs and this McCoy Damien Daryl split Damien might sit out again but you just never know uh but he should be able to feast on Sterling Sterling Shepard and Caffrey Jacob should have a bounce back week. he even got out snapped I think by Rashard that's gonna change he was just hobbling because he was coming off an injury right but um yeah, I think that he should have a bounce back. week. Prescott has been going off this year. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, Jake just has these tough matchups. Hopefully, Burkhead sits for Michelle. That could be big for him. But if Cooper isn't 100% healthy and he'll be locked up by a lot more anyway, I'm not sure Jake will get a lot of points this week.
0: Yeah, um, no, I agree. Garrett, would you consider starting Diggs or Tyrell over John Brown this week? Uh,
1: probably Tyrell.
0: Indy's past great. defense hasn't been great, but... It's never... to, sorry, I was just saying, crazy to see Stephon Diggs on the bench, but I mean, you looking at his scores and it's like, you kind of have to. Man, that sucks.
2: Especially against Chicago on the road. Yeah. Yeah. It's Cousins just, it's, is awful on the road.
1: Yeah, it's just too risky to put Diggs in there, and Tyrell has a pretty big... Target share as it is, and also really, I mean, outside of Wall, he's the only person that Carr is looking at.
0: Yeah, I think personally, I'd go Tyrell, but that means that you should leave John Brown in. So, <laughs> oh well, we can move on here to a matchup nobody wants to watch: Kurt versus Joe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, Kurt's side, you know, got some pretty tough matchups. Odell and Baltimore is a uh, Jimmy Smith back. Or is he still out? He's still out. Game for Beckham than it could be, but they'll really tough defense. Josh Gordon's going to have Jordavius White. Uh, did really good last week. Um, just kind of shutting down Tyler Boyd. Uh, Freeman's got a tough matchup. James White, yeah, he might be able to score some in Buffalo, but again, they're one of the best defenses in the league. Vernon Davis is just always going to be spotty. Cole Beasley doesn't have a lot of volume like he used to. I mean, so... Mm-hmm. It's just tough matches to on that side. Um, I mean, on Joe's side, Rodgers versus Philly sh- should be a pretty high score. I feel like if Aaron Rodgers doesn't score 25 plus tonight, then it's time to really panic on him. But, uh, you know, Joe's receivers are fairly weak. you got to start Corey Davis, who's been hit or miss. Um, we don't know what the hell's going on with Gurley. Um, you know, he's got some, unlike Kurt, I think he's got some guys in prime matchups. Like I said, Rodgers, I think Marlon Mack against Oakland should go off. And then, I honestly expect 20-plus points out of Will Disley. I mean, every single tight end to face the Cardinals has scored at least 25 points. So, um, I mean, they just leave the middle of the field wide open. So, I definitely personally think I have to give it to Joe this week, but it could go either way because both teams have some real weak spots. Um, Garrett, what do you think? So, with Joe's weak receiving core,
1: do you think you would move uh, Corey Davis out and put in Philip Dorsett?
0: Oh, yeah, I definitely would. I didn't even realize he picked him up, especially with Fabius White going up against Josh Gordon. I think Dorsett's going to be wide open.
1: And Edelman possibly out. Right, that too. I think yeah. he picked
2: him up to start him. I think he just hasn't put him in yet.
0: Yeah, I imagine he should make that move. Um, Jay, what do you think?
2: <clears throat> yeah, I think just actually got some explosive matchups. Um, I mean, Gurley should maybe finally go off. And teams have been feasting on the run against Oakland. Uh, like you said, Disley will go off. Now they're featuring him. They just traded the backup, up and um, he's actually featured in their offense now. Um, well, meanwhile, Buffalo's run defense has been pretty good. James White should be locked up. Tennessee's defense has been incredible, especially in the run. Devonte Freeman won't do much. Josh Gordon will only go off yeah, if Edelman's sitting. And he looks to be fine. So,
0: Yeah. I did, didn't even see that Joe has the Chargers D against Miami, so he should get all the safe points out of there. Um, I mean, Kurt mm-hmm. does have Baltimore against Cleveland, but it's not as much of a lock as the Dolphins. Um, but if you guys don't have anything else to add on that one, we'll move on here to the matchup of the week, me versus Hop. Oh, yeah. Garrett, I don't want to talk about this matchup, so you go ahead. All right. Starting on
1: the old hopper side, you got Devontae Adams, as Colin mentioned, and Jay as well. Philly's secondary is terrible. Devontae and Adams and and big, or and Aaron and Scanlon should have a big day. I don't really believe in Juju. Cincinnati's defense is terrible, but especially with Mason Rudolph, I don't see a lot. Um, and then, yeah, he has a really great running back stack with Dobbin Cook and Ingram. Thompson's been the only solid part of this. Redskins' offense for a while now. Oh, Collins team. I mean, great receivers. Julio Jones, even though it's not the best matchup at Tennessee should have a pretty big day. Scary Terry should have a pretty huge day against the Giants. Michael Thomas is a question mark. But it's uh it's gonna be a low scoring affair here, I think.
0: You don't believe in the Rivers Eckler stack? After I After yelling I'll... to me on a fucking false pretenses of Melvin Gordon.
1: <laughs> I had no idea about that Melvin Gordon thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Serious. Keep talking. <laughs> uh, Jay, what do you think about Chris Carson? Is he going to finally not fumble the ball for the first time in
2: 2019? <laughs> yeah, he's due for a bounce back week. Caffrey just exploded against Arizona, they were the worst rushing defense last year and Penny's still questionable um I mean, it seems like Carroll's the type of guy to trust and put trust back into him, not just like bench him who'll give him a chance to redeem himself and yeah, meanwhile, you got that Rivers-Eckler stack, it should be the last week that Eckler will put up over 20 um and he'll still be useful after this, but he just won't be the RB1 he's been. Um, Malcolm Butler has been better than last year. He may be able to lock up Julio, but Julio's Julio is Julio and he'll go off. Um, MT's your problem, though, because can't really trust Bridgewater and Dallas' defense is pretty damn good. But Hobbs got some pretty tough matchups. Davin Cook, that Chicago-Minnesota game is going to be really low-scoring but maybe they'll give him the ball 35 times and he'll be able to do something with that. Ingram has been explosive and hope to continue to do so. And hopefully Adams will carry hop, but I think I'm actually going to give the edge to you. Marvin Jones should look for some deep balls against Kansas city. They will have to do that at home. And Knox was a great pickup. He, they actually looked to make him a focal point in the offense. Um, And John Brown, I think, is going to be the guy New England's going to be focusing on. They always try to lock down one guy, uh, or the main guy. Um, Knox is just kind of developing still, so he should kind of fight under the radar, maybe against New England. um, Hopefully. For you.
1: Just a quick point about Mark Ingram being explosive. He's played Miami, Arizona, and Kansas City, and he didn't even crack 10 against Arizona. So let's just cool our jets
0: on Mark Ingram a little bit. He's good, but Explosive. I don't know. Yeah, Um, he's pretty volume and touchdown dependent. He's got the two games he scored big. He had five combined touchdowns, so it's very hard to predict those goal line touches. If just the
1: matchups, like you just mentioned, Kansas gives up a ton, and then he played Miami. It's like, right? I don't know. Colin defend Devin Knox.
0: Um, go look at the tight end waiver wire. And um, then imagine yourself getting swindled out of a top-three tight end by a little (laughs) lying about Melvin Gordon, and imagine what would you do. Um, So that's my defense for Dawson Knox. I mean, ran a bunch of routes, pretty athletic. He got a touchdown last week, and, I mean, three catches for 67 is a pretty good, um, you know, average depth of target. I mean, I guess I don't know what the depth of his target was off the top of my head, but it's good to see deep catches as opposed to, you know, three for 25. Um, like you would just expect from a tight end. So, yeah, I mean, of the guys left, I mean, what, my other option is to pick up Jason Witten if Amari Cooper doesn't play. So, I mean, that's my choices here, thanks to you. Jay, tell him why he needs Witten. <laughs> <laughs> he has blade hands. He has blade hands, man. I can't trust that. He's
2: <laughs> touchdown dependent, but he's a big riz on target. It's kind of like Ebron last year, but he does get more snaps than Ebron. And Dak just I mean he had a huge crush on him two years ago, three years ago. And even uh what was his name? Swain, in last year he started to go off. Scott loves his tight ends.
0: Yeah, well it'll depend on if Amari Cooper plays or not. But I told you, you know, look, I, I like
2: Knox. He's great and he should fly under the radar in New England. I mean, he's only had one good game so far, so New England's not gonna like focus on him.
0: Yeah, we'll see what the fuck happens. All right, enough enough of this nonsense with my matchup. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it anymore. We'll move on to our last matchup, which is you two idiots. Um so, on Jay's side, um, great matchup with Keenan Allen against Miami. I think Lamar Jackson's gonna throw on Cleveland. Um Edelman will be interesting, but he shouldn't even if he plays, shouldn't get any coverage from Tredavious White so he'll probably get his share um I think Curtis Samuel is due for another good game Charlie Baltimore is going to be a big question mark and then you got Burkhead against the Bills so your running backs are definitely your weak point here um like you said Ebron's just another touchdown dependent tight end so those three kind of make a a soft spot in your team but then you got Cooper Cup and uh New England defense down at the bottom of the team that's just a great bet for solid points so um I mean, what you lack in the running back, you definitely make up for in some of your other positions. Um, On Garrett's side, um, after acquiring, you know, Mark Andrews from some little moron who uh, (laughs) believes believes anything that he's told, (laughs) um you know he's definitely tightened up his tight end there um will fuller's an interesting play carolina does a lot of zones so i don't know if he'll be able to break off a really big play but you never know because he's super fast um evans against the rams is not a great matchup against a keep to leave i mean evans is a big man so he can still get his but uh definitely limits his upside here um you know montgomery against minnesota is another tough matchup but uh really across the board you have way better names on your team Garrett but you just have a lot of really tough matchups I mean Aaron Jones against Philly um you know these guys are guys who could go off against any opponent but it's definitely not the matchups you want to look at when you're staring down your arch nemesis um so how, how do you feel Garrett are you feeling confident or what do you think this week
1: uh, definitely gonna be close yeah like you said the matchups aren't the best uh if TY doesn't play i
0: Don't like my chances, honestly. That's what you get for swindling a poor noob. (laughs) I I
1: had no idea about the Melvin Gordon thing, just to be clear. That won't hold up in court. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I just think his matchups are kind of tough. I have tough matchups with my running backs and my tight ends at question mark. But other than that, I should be pretty safe. And meanwhile, TY's game time decision it sounds like and Rams should focus on Evans after his humongous week um is Ridley dealing with something I mean yeah, Will, what was he saying he, it was, it was like a hip
1: thing his own. yeah hilarious. it was like a hip thing I don't know I'll probably play him in some If especially if Ty's game time but.
2: Tennessee's man defense has been pretty damn good this year but he apparently likes man defense um Deontay Johnson could be a fun play um but I don't, I don't know, play for, room, fun, for fun like so you. We, <laughs> no, yeah, no um, room for fun. Yeah, but hopefully Pittsburgh should get you some points. Cincinnati passes uh, a ton, and they like to put on a show Monday night, but they're not someone that's going to compete with New England's defense. And Montgomery, that's going to be a really low-scoring game, like I said. Um, but my running back matchups just don't really. It's kind of, I don't know, you're Aaron Jones and Steve will still out up before my guys. So.
1: Sure. Colin, do you think uh, Keenan Allen's going to see any Xavier Howard?
2: Yeah, I mean,
0: probably will, but he they move him all over the field enough. I, I think he's Philip River's favorite and only real consistent target. I think he's going to get enough volume. I mean, even if he only catches 50% of his passes, I expect him to get 15 targets. So, I mean, he'll put up, you know, seven catches for 100 pretty easily, you know. Xavier Howard he, has no
2: help now either. Like Fitzpatrick's yeah, Fitzpatrick's gone. And, I mean, he dominated Darius Slate last week. He can – I mean, Fitzpatrick's probably better. I mean, uh, sorry.
1: And you're sure Tredavius is going to follow Gordon, not Edelman?
0: Yeah, I would imagine so. I mean, Edelman's not the threat to break off those deep plays. You know, you can you can keep Edelman contained just with, you know, the right covers and stuff, but you can't contain Josh Gordon without an elite Phoebe, you know. Hmm.
2: You just have to hope computers yeah, is on Evans. He fucking sucks. But I'm sure it's all you
0: going to be close. Yeah. All right. Um, so what do we want to look at the, the waiver pickups here and talk about... Uh, Waivers yeah. and trades? <laughs> We're not... I don't want to hear that word ever again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Fucking... Go ahead, Jay, give us your take on the trade
2: here. Well, I thought that Justin Jackson wasn't a necessary piece. Now it's definitely a necessary piece. Um, Just (laughs) because well, I mean, go on for this, whatever. I mean, everyone's injury prone, sure. I think Gordon's going to be a question mark. First two weeks, Justin Jackson's had production. Um, I mean, he's either droppable for you or he's a stash. And I think Garrett kind of should have had that stash. But, I mean, yeah, now it seems like you should have it. And it's definitely fair, because Andrews has been explosive, but we'll see if that production can continue. I mean, obviously, Omar loves his tight ends, and he loves him. He's probably the best guy, but they do have three tight ends, and they have some tough matchups. It's not going to... He's not going to continue as the tight end, number one. So it's good to sell high on him. And, um, I mean, Montgomery's still a uh, RB1 waiting to happen, but... And you just can't rely on Chicago. Nagy is such an idiot. I, I, I mean, Gary and I went off about this for 20 minutes. It's just they're they're pathetic. It's just no excuse that he's not the, the number one guy. I mean, even when Mike Davis steals goal line touches, Montgomery should still be putting up 15, 20 a game.
0: Yeah, well, I agree. That's why I drafted him, but I got put <laughs> by a little freaking gypsy man travelling around stealing souls and players.
1: Hey, you got Josh Allen. You always love Josh Allen. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> All
0: I right. um, don't even need him. Goldman for twenty eight. Um, well, you guys think that's overpriced or what? Definitely that's overpaying. Yeah, I mean James definitely needs running back help. Um I need somebody who can start this week, so I don't you know, I understand it. I'm not going to knock him for it, but I think he could have definitely got him for maybe 20. Um, Dorsett, I think, is a pretty fair price for Joe, who needs receivers. Um, I mean, you guys have any problem with that price or what?
1: No, that's fine. It's yeah, yeah he's uh, a season-long. Producing... The only way that the only way that Gallman is not overpaid is if Barker goes on IR, which I guess is a possibility. But
2: right, I think more no, If if he goes on IR, they have a higher chance of signing someone like Ajayi.
1: Uh, and will they though? Yeah,
2: I still think his value is just not. I mean, why is everyone just dying to get the Giants starting running back like Barkley's generational talent? Because it's, it's starting running back. It's he, like a, paid it's a starting
1: running back with no competition. Barber has two people in That's competition true. with him all the time.
2: But it's just he doesn't have much upside. I don't think he's. They don't. They suck They don't. doesn't right. check down. He Barkley goes for. <laughs> It's right. a completely different situation.
0: Enough, enough mashed potato brain thoughts. Um, <laughs>
2: Daryl Williams,
0: he like, was an overpay. I mean, he's a one- or two-week solution, most likely, unless he really just takes off here. Um, definitely have upside, but 14 is a lot. He definitely, I would imagine, could have gotten him for cheaper. Um, then we got Kurt rounding it out with $8 for Cole Beasley, who probably nobody was going to bid on. Nope. So, I mean, yeah, he got ten targets last week, but four the week before. It's just unreliable. Oh, uh, but that would be Curdy for you.
1: Um, <laughs> and he dropped Duke Johnson.
0: Yeah, yeah. Why? I don't, I don't quite get it. Uh, I don't know. Don't ask me. Ask the, the tar himself. Oh my. God. Uh, seven That's bucks. By, seven bucks by Neil for Colts defense. I mean, I get it. They're against Oakland, but again, probably could have gotten a little bit cheaper there. Um, and then I. Sure, you guys think four dollars for Dawson Knox was an overpay, but I just couldn't risk not getting the only guy left. So not that Uh, bad. After that, we just have a bunch of one dollar pickers for D's and kickers. Um, Anything stands out to you guys? Um, See, James picked up a Jai. Where is he rumored to sign? Maybe the Giants. 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 I I guess just his Goldman insurance.
2: That's fine. I mean, that's why they're super likely to sign someone.
0: um, Kirk grabbed Trey Quinn, who I actually don't mind. I mean, he's got six targets, seven targets, seven targets. It's just, he doesn't, his, you know, his average depth of target is crap. And he doesn't really have much upside to break off an explosive play. But I mean, if you absolutely need seven, eight points in, in a week as a patch up, he's he's not the worst. Um, oh, and Jake falling into the Taylor Gabriel trap. I mean he's probably gonna have another thirty point game this year, but you'd never be able to predict it, you know. So it's just kind of like one of those guys who tempts you every week and then can screw you.
1: What's but, crazy is that I'm just looking at Kurt's roster really fast. He has two defenses. He's holding Allison and Trey Quinn.
0: Yeah. And I, Beasley. I don't I don't quite understand building around a bunch of slot guys, but whatever. It's just capping your upside, but you know, it's just a fun exercise to look at his team every now and then <laughs> <laughs> see what's nice. going on. All right. Um, yeah, we'll do a start of the week and then we'll do our picks and get out of here. Yep. All right. I can start it off. Um, I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs against Oakland. I think he's been a pretty good runner. He's over five yards of carry. He's broken off some big plays. Um, you know, and Gruden when I mean, Gruden talks out the ass all the time, but he said he wants to get him more involved in the pass game. I think the one catch he has on the season was like for 30 yards, and in college he was a pass catching guy. Um, so I mean, with his already fairly safe rushing floor, I think if he gets some passing work, uh, he's a really good bet, especially against a suspect Colts defense. Um, so I could definitely see him getting you know 100 total yards, five catches, and a touchdown. Gear bear.
1: Sterling Shepard. George's been waiting for this guy to come back. Now he has an actual quarterback throwing to him. He has the best matchup. I mean, you mentioned Josh Norman, who's not even really someone to be feared anymore. Washington, last week he got an absurd nine nine targets, seven catches for 100 yards. Clearly some guy that Jones is going to look to, especially if they try and cover Ingram a lot. I could definitely see... It just depends on how good Jones is, but he's going to get at least 10 targets, six catches, and a score.
0: Maybe 80 yards. Jay, you got somebody?
2: Shepard was my guy, but I'm going to go with Ertz. <laughs> um, Ertz? <laughs> okay. I mean, I was just going to go without a you because we already kind of touched on Philly's shitty secondary, but Ertz, I think, is going to finally have All his 30-point right. game. Um, Green Bay's secondary has been incredible. Um, and they're I mean, their defense has just been really good this year. But uh, I think that Jeffrey's vagina and Agle are getting locked up, or it's just going to go off. And these Thursday games can be explosive.
0: What's your What's your stat line?
2: Um, I'd say eleven catches, one hundred twenty <laughs> yards, and a touchdown.
0: Yeah, definitely could
1: happen. As a Packers fan, I disagree with that. Our defense is too good.
2: Defense is really good. This year. Thursday
0: night football's tough. Alright. Well, we'll move on to our final segment. I don't know if you'd call it that, but we'll pick our winners of each matchup. Let's just start with me and Hop and get it out of the way first. I feel like I'm, if if I pick myself, I'm guaranteeing myself to lose. <laughs> if I pick Hop, he's gonna take that and his ego is gonna explode and he'll be jerking off for the next seven days straight. So I I don't I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna predict a tie down to the hundred <laughs> and see what the hell happens. <laughs> and then a step correction for me losing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get it.
1: Going with Colin, first win of the year. Ingram and Cook have two bad matchups. It's gonna be really close though. Jay. Yeah.
2: It's <laughs> gonna be really close. Adams and Juju might really make up for Cook and Ingram. Oh, Fuyo and T might have tough matchups too. Eckrich could go off. Ah, uh, this is really tough. I gotta go with Hop.
0: Yeah. All right, next we got Neil versus James. I'm gonna go with Neil. Garrett, what do you think? Neil for sure. Gonna be a blowout. Jay, it's yeah. <laughs> Jay's right. fading, I, we gotta get through this. No, I'm just like trying to say funny funny to say. It's, uh, it's he, loses, he loses life force when he's not near the birds. That's why he's really <laughs> <got it. laughs> Oh god. Alright, uh Manny versus David. That's a tight one. I feel like I feel like there's gonna be some Manny magic here. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to pick Manny just because that's the way the world works.
1: Garrett. I'm going Manny Magic. I think Kelsey and Mahomes gonna have a huge day, and David's running backs. I don't. Eh. If Godwin plays, I'll go to David. But if not, I'll go to my dad. I'm gonna
2: go with David.
0: All right, we got Jake versus George here. Um it's definitely one of the closer ones. I mean, again, this is really probably dependent on if Amari Cooper plays, but. <sighs> hmm. I think Jake pulls it out. I think Darren Walker, the game, and I think Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey should kind of cancel each other out. I think Henry should do really well against Atlanta. Uh, I'm going to go Jake, but it's going to be really close. And that's If Cooper plays. Derrick Henry is going to cancel
1: McCaffrey out. Okay. I, I'm going to go I, with...
0: I think McCaffrey's going to have a, like a 20-something point week. Like, I don't think he's going to have a, a 40-point week, but I think Derrick Henry's going to have like an above-average week for himself. I think they're both going to get... I'm sorry, not, not comparing <laughs> the two players outright, I'm just saying based on the matchups.
1: I'm going with George by like 15-20. I think McCaffrey and Jacobs are in pre-prime spots.
2: Yeah, I agree. And if Damien says McCoy should get a touchdown and have some upside, and Dak and Shepard should go off as well, George will definitely yep. win.
0: Yeah. You're not afraid of a Michael Hardman's? They just have too many uh, guys
2: at Robinson you don't know who's gonna be
0: I'm
1: also betting that Cooper is probably gonna sit. And if not face Marsh on Lattimore, so
0: Yeah. Well to do you think it. uh what we'll does make of Fitzpatrick does he cover John Ross or Tyler Boyd, do you think? I Boy, think yeah. they don't shadow him. I think they just get like an
1: equal I don't think he's integrating that defense enough to shadow yet. Hmm.
2: Ross is usually in the slot.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think Jake has some big blow-up guys, but I could see it going either way, definitely. Um, All right, Kurt versus Joe. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to go with Joe, because Kurt has some bad matchups, and he's just too invested in a couple offenses.
1: Nobody really wins here, but I guess Joe. Jay?
2: Yeah, Joe should actually have a decent week, assuming he sits Corey Davis and puts in Philly. Philip, but um yeah, it's not gonna be the scoring <laughs> nice going matchup, that's for sure.
0: Alright. And finally we come to this battle of giant turds. You versus Garrett. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Jay. I just think Garrett's matchups are tough. Oh
1: that means I'm gonna win. You heard it. Colin said Jay's gonna win. Thanks, Colin.
0: <laughs> You're
2: gonna inherit my skills.
0: You didn't know, but along with that bullshit trade came all of my
2: fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't like that you're starting Montgomery. I mean, I, you shouldn't like that you're starting Montgomery right away instead of Eckler. Eckler was your one chance to, think, to beat me.
1: What was that last part?
2: Eckler <laughs> was your one chance to beat me.
1: Yeah, probably. But I'm focused on bigger things than you. But yeah, if T.Y. Hilton doesn't play, I'm definitely not going to win. So. Uh, that, like, even uh, if he
2: plays, you could also just He hobbled out mid-game and whatever.
1: I mean, he hobbled out mid-game last week with 20 points, so I'm fine with that.
2: Yeah, that's very true. Edwin also, same thing.
1: Yep.
0: All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Unless you guys have anything to add, you'll either see me next week or you'll never see me again. (laughs) Chicago's
2: got to fix
0: their fucking
1: team. Kurt's got to fix his fucking team. I got to fix my fucking team. Now you're good. You're going to win this week. We'll Eckler is going to destroy Hop and Hop.
0: Yeah, there you go. All right, I'm going to cut that soundbite out and send it to Hop once every hour until Sunday. <laughs> all right. Explain all that the Bears, though. I don't
2: understand. How does – like, Patterson getting four carries – are Tariq's... you still bitching
0: about the Bears? Yeah. Oh, my it's... God. Podcast is over, Jay. Go be with the Bears. I just want to talk to you guys
2: for <laughs> a sec. Be... No, we can't. Let's talk football for a sec. Damn.
1: Jay fan? is under the crazy impression that Tariq Cohen and Cordell Patterson are somehow in a 50-50 split with David Montgomery.
2: I didn't say that, but I just From said well. that he's only getting – he's not <laughs> – not a lead back. there isn't. Madison getting four carries. Tariq's fucking first game he's lining up as a receiver 88% of the time. How, how do they each not have the WR RB tag? It just makes no sense. Why is Patterson even getting touches? Mike Davis only got one rush. He got four. That makes no sense. What are they doing?
1: The point is that Montgomery is the lead guy. Nagy just likes to fucking scheme speed guys for no reason. He's stupid. That's so wild. Also, I don't think Marcel is that bad of a matchup. Aaron Jones had a pretty solid day against him. That's just me. All right. You heard it here first. <laughs> Cut that out. Cut that last part. Out. That was stupid. See you guys later on that <laughs> note. <laughs>